1: Welcome to another Marketing Experiments web clinic. Uh, my name is Austin McCraw. I will be facilitating the conversation today. If this is your first time joining, just want to give you a heads up. So what we like to do at Marketing Experiments. We're constantly trying to discover what works, and so we're running tests all day, all night. We're running know, thousands of tests each year to discover what works. We don't want. To, we don't. We're not satisfied with people just saying hey, this is the right way to do things, or hey, you should do it this way. We actually say, okay, yeah, you say that, let's test it. Let's see what actually works. And so each every other week, we bring you the most recent experiment from our laboratories to show you, to share with our audience what works. First time, glad to have you on here. Um, Today, we're going to be looking at a test related to copy. Uh, Are you missing page copy? It's interesting, we actually have a test, a a new test in our lab, where we just added a, a, a single piece of copy, just a paragraph of copy. And by doing that, we increased the conversion rate on that page by 36%. So it was a pretty neat test. I remember we were sitting in the room with the guys looking at all the tests coming through the laboratory and and we saw this one come through. We said, you know, this would make an interesting clinic just to show the audience, you know, here's how one paragraph, adding one paragraph can improve conversion. Now we talk about copywriting in other places. I'm sure uh, if you're a copywriter familiar with our uh, clinics, you've probably attended some of our previous copywriting clinics. Today we're going we're to hone in on a specific piece of copy. It's a bit of a uh, 201 level when it comes to copywriting. So hopefully you'll find it valuable. Um, I'll also give you some references to some of those previous copywriting clinics we've done in case you want to go there. Uh, for today's call... Uh, We want to encourage you just to interact with us As was mentioned earlier, you can use the GoToWebinar feature. Uh, We've got a whole team standing by ready to help you with whatever questions, whatever issues you might have. You have technical difficulties, we have a team standing by for that. Also, we want to interact with you related to the content. You've got questions, we have a whole team of content experts standing by to help you with your questions. You can also use Twitter, hashtag WebClinic. Join the public conversation around this WebClinic. We have a whole team standing by to monitor that. Uh, as I said earlier, my name is Austin McCraw. I work directly with Dr. Flint McLaughlin. If you're on these calls, you usually hear from Dr. McLaughlin. He is traveling uh, for this web clinic. That's why I'm standing in his place today. He asked me to come in and just reveal uh, this recent research with you. Uh, I'll be joined later by John Powell. Many of you know John Powell. Many of you love John Powell. John Powell's great. He's going to come in and kind of pull him away from his busy schedule this week to come in and actually look at your pages okay so not only are we going to talk about coffee because we're going to show you this task we're going to talk about coffee but if we have enough time we're going to actually hopefully get to your pages so uh stand on by uh it's going to be hopefully an, an exciting web clone. i hope you get a lot of value out of it and we're going to start right away by looking at this experiment we were talking about so this is an experiment that we saw come through the lab it was really interesting here's the background for the experiment you can look at it on the screen it's Test Protocol 1700 it's from the MEC Labs Research Library. We have the world's largest library of marketing and sales related AB case studies. The background This is an organization that offers car repair products, a very specific car repair product to address a specific, uh, specific issue with cars. It's a smaller business. The goal is to increase the overall product sales. So we're actually going to be looking at, at a product page the copy on a product page. And it's an A-B multifactorial split test like most of our tests here are at Mech Labs. And I'm just to say this. Before I go to the page, let's see if I can go back. Before I go to the page, just want to say this. We're not just... Comparing pages and and kind of, you know, one etches against the other in terms of the results. We're actually statistically validating all our results. So if you, if that question popped in your head, like what, what is it that makes this scientific? What is it that makes this a test? We're actually running two pages side by side and we're watching how people respond and we wait until one page statistically outperforms the other at a 95% level of confidence. And so uh, when I show you these results, it's all backed up by a whole team of scientists who have validated these tests uh, with, a, with a high degree of statistical confidence, 95% to be exact. So here's the original page. You can look at the page as a typical product page. And let me just say this. It's a central product page template connected to all the channels visited by the prospects making A purchase. Many of you may have pages like this on your website. What's powerful about template pages, uh, as we saw in this test, is that if you figure out what you can do and how you can improve the page of a template uh, or a template page, you can apply that across your entire site. It's a transferable principle that can have impact far reaching beyond just a single page. Now this page was a primary product page for this organization and we've we already been testing this page uh, for, for over a year. In fact, uh, you may have seen us uh, talk about this page in previous web clinics. And so you can see here on the screen, we have a whole series of tests that have got us to this page. So this page that you see right here at the very end is already somewhat optimized. This page has already improved, has already been improved upon multiple iterations. So we're dealing with a pretty good page. But I want to ask you this question, and this question you may have already started thinking about this because of the way we titled this clinic. But when you look at this page, what copy is missing from it? Is there any copy missing from I mean, this is a the standard? There's already a lot of copy on this page, and yet we told you that by adding a single paragraph we were able to improve conversion by a significant amount so look at this page ask yourself and i would would encourage you to use twitter use the q a feature what do you think would improve this page what let me ask you these two questions first off what copy would you add like what would it focus on what would it do and number two where would you put it take a moment Look at this page. You can see a lot of the things on the page. You see the product image there. We have it blurred out. Now, there's a lot of blurring on this page, okay? Not only do we blur the uh, company of this page, but we actually blurred the specific auto part that it was associated with. But you can get a sense for what the page is saying. You can see the repair in three easy steps. You see the watch the video on the right. So how would you improve this page? So our, our, our research uh, analysts, we, we always are asking this question. In fact, we often, what we'll do is we'll take a page like this that has been optimized and optimized and optimized and we'll put it on a screen in front of 50 analysts and we'll get feedback on, okay, so what do you think we could do? Something we're going to do later today with John, we're going to be looking at pages. What could we do? To, what's missing from this page? What could we do to improve the conversion? And one of the things that we draw upon when we are evaluating pages, particularly when we're looking at copywriting, is this diagram. The diagram you see on the screen right here. And, and if you've att- we've taught this diagram before in previous clinics. In fact, we will tweet a link to the previous clinic that we've done this uh, diagram. Because we're not going to go into detail, complete de- detail about this diagram. But essentially what we're saying here is that copywriting follows the form of story. And here's why. Because people's thoughts arrange themselves in story. I mean, as much as we have changed technologically as a people, as, a, as kind of humanity, one thing hasn't changed. Our thoughts move and think in the classical form of story. And there's many different people who have taken stabs at kind of crafting this kind of, is it a, a five-part story framework? Is it a three-act story? Uh, but ultimately, this is the way we think, and story is Powerful, and when you're actually writing copy on a page, you're actually writing story and you're leading the customer through a story of thoughts in their head. Now, I, there's a lot of philosophy here, there's a lot of depth here that I just don't have time to go in. But I, the reason I show this to you is so that you can see kind of how our thought uh, or how we were thinking about this page. One of the things about this page that we just saw previously that was missing was this kind of exposition part of the story. If you recall the previous page, see if I can pull it up. If you recall the previous page, it primarily focused on the solution. It focused on what we could do for them. It focused a lot on our product, our solution. But what it didn't do a whole lot of at this point Now, again, this page has been refined, but what it didn't do is it didn't connect to to the problem. It didn't build the problem. It assumed the problem, and many of the pages on the Internet today are assuming problems. And so we wanted to test what would be the impact if we just added, if we just added a little paragraph, a few bullet points on the front end of this page, that connected to the problem that the customer was experiencing? How much would that improve conversion? You can see right here on this page. In fact, I'll blow it up. You can see it. Does your car have a blown? And then it lists the specific part. And then the bullet points specify key things that would be symptoms of this problem. Are you experiencing these problems? And so we are intensifying the problem and see this sentence, these are classic symptoms of X. Ignoring them will lead to a costly repair bill and fixing these problems is easy and guaranteed. You see, what we're doing here is we're tapping into, we're building the problem. All we've done is added a paragraph. You can go and look at your pages right now and say, Am I?" in fact, I would encourage you, pull up your page. You've got the webinar going on, but you can pull your page to the side and you can see... Is there any problem on my page? Am I connecting to the problem? Now, if you do it effectively in the channels, it's not so much needed in... Well, it is still needed in the copy, but uh, you, you can lean on the, the, the problems you built in the channel. But you still, at the beginning of copy, you want to connect to the core issue. You never want to present a solution without presenting the problem. And so here you can see the pages side by side. And as we mentioned in the title, just by adding that single paragraph it generated a 36% increase in response. That's powerful. That's the power of building and connecting to a problem. And so here's the key point I want you to get from this test. Here's the key thing you need to know. Here's the key principle. Simply identifying a customer need does not inspire the need to act. Many times you hear, and I've heard, that there are basically needs and wants. Your customer has needs and wants. Needs and wants. I'm here to tell you. I I, I understand the, the emphasis of that. I understand what they're trying to get at. But listen, there is no such thing as a need that the customer is even interested in until it becomes a want. Needs don't matter to the customer unless they're wants. They may have needs, but unless they want whatever they're needing, it doesn't matter. And it doesn't matter for you as the marketer. If you, so listen, our goal should not be trying to help the customer see their needs. The goal is to try to help them want their needs. Because oftentimes they don't see their needs. And they, say sure as anything, often don't want what they actually need. And so uh, part of what we did in this experimentation is that we helped them see, and, 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 and cars can be confusing, not knowing exactly what's going on inside of a vehicle. Uh, you don't quite know what you need. You might, need, In fact, there's whole anxiety related to cars because you don't quite know what you need. And so what we did with that paragraph, we helped turn a need, a legitimate need, into a want. And we did that by connecting to the problem. You can see that here in this example. So, the question I have for you to do, for this is how do you do that? And that leads me to my second principle. To inspire action, to transfer this need into a want, your copy must transform. The customer need into a customer what we were just talking about that but here's how you do it this can be achieved by using one or more of the three problem intensifiers okay so we, we we crafted a paragraph at the top of this page that was connecting to a problem it might just look like a simple paragraph but there were three things we were leaning on three intensifiers in that paragraph that helped the customer feel the problem and convert or transform a customer need to a customer want. And here they are. The first one is this, relevance. The first one is relevance. I'm going to talk in more depth about relevance in a moment. The next one is importance. And the final one is urgency. Relevance, importance, and urgency. Now you can have one of these and have a powerful problem. You can have two of them and have a powerful problem. But when you have all three of these working together, watch out. You will be converting needs to want and customers will be responding to your copy. So what we're going to do for the remainder of this clinic, and it's going to be a short, I'm going to try to get to the place where we can actually look at your pages and start having practical application. But we're going to walk through this kind of triad of, uh, of factors, relevance, importance, and urgencies, and really try to give you something that you can hang your hat on and evaluate your own copy. So we're, we're, we're focusing, I mean, there's lots of pieces of copy. We're focusing on that one piece, the problem. How you can intensify the problem. Some of you may already have a problem on your page. We're going to walk you through how you can intensify it. Some of you may not have anything related to the problem on your page. Here's how you can start writing, adding copy to your page uh, with the problem. So Relevance. Let's look at relevance. What is relevance? Well, here's what you need to understand. Relevance is the degree to which an offer is connected to the recipient's situational motivations. So I, I think intuitively we know what relevance is. Is relevance, so your problem can't just be a problem just it's out there in space. The problem has to actually connect to the situational motivations of the prospect. Let me give you an example. So let me, let me tell you, I, I, I am in uh, New York City. Here's an example. Put me, just go ahead and close your eyes. Imagine this for a moment. Austin McCraw, I am in New York City and I am wearing a really nice suit. It's an expensive suit. It's a nice suit. Uh, there, there's, there's not many like it. And I pass by this vendor, ironically enough, that has the exact same suit that I have. He's selling it. And he's trying to sell me this suit that I actually am already wearing. He comes to me and he's like, I, I, I will sell you this suit for $2,000. What's my response going to be? Well, my response is going to be, no, I'm not interested because I already have the suit. That suit really isn't relevant to my situation. I have no need or desire for that suit. So I continue to walk on. The only problem is, as I walk on and start going down the, uh, the stairs, I accidentally rip my pants. They just ripped, just ripped right, right open and, and all of a sudden, uh, my pants are useless. I can't go anywhere in them. In fact, I need to change them right away. What happened there? What if that, that, that vendor were to try to sell me the suit again? Do you think I would be interested in that suit? You bet, I, you bet I would be interested in that suit. Oh yeah. Why? Because now that suit he's trying to offer me is relevant to my situational motivations. I need some new pants. I need a new suit. So I will likely purchase the suit or at least get the new pants because there's, there's not many others like it. So that is, what's happening here is relevance. And I think this is intuitive. I just give you that example just to help, help sink it in. But here, here, here's, what, here's kind of a practical uh, thing about relevance. To enable relevance in your marketing copy, you must identify at least one of two types, two types of relevance for the ideal prospect arriving to your page. So there's two ways you connect it to relevance. The first is with internal relevance, the next is with external relevance. And here's the difference, internal relevance is is something inside the prospect makes your offer relevant to them. It may be their motivations, it may be what they're here, I have some examples here on this other page. So it may be their personal interest. It may be relevant to their demographics. It may be relevant to their shopping habits or, or their personality or their communication styles. All these things can be leveraged for internal relevance. But then there's external relevance. My pants ripping would be an example of external relevance. But seasonality, special discounts, specific events in the customer's life, events that they've triggered or events that things outside of their control have triggered. And you as the marketer can leverage relevance on both of these spectrums, internal relevance and external relevance. Let me show you how we did this in the original page. While the original copy is focused mainly on the solution for the average person, they may or may not know that the problem is actually relevant to them. So, and as I was saying earlier, some vehicles, cars, for this particular product, Uh, you don't quite know that the issue is relevant to you. Yeah, you have some issues with your car, but you're not quite sure that the issues you're experiencing or the product that they're offering is connected to the issues that you're experiencing. So what do we do? We add copy to the top of the page that specifically lays out key issues, key issues connected to why this product exists, key issues that this product fixes, so you've got things like you have white smoke coming out of your car's tailpipe. Is there water in your car's oil? Is your engine overheating, coolant squirting out of the sparkles? You see this list of questions. All this is trying to do is connect to an external event, something that has happened in the customer's life that makes this product worthwhile, that makes this product relevant to them because they don't know it's relevant to them unless they're a mechanic or they have some sort of car knowledge, they don't know it's relevant to them. So we're trying to bridge that gap. That's what the problem does. And listen, you have to learn to think like your customer. So often we come to our pages with this company logic and we're just focused on what we can do, me, 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 what I have. This is my solution. This is this is a, what, what I'm bringing to the table. But we haven't adequately considered what is the customer experiencing? What are they thinking? What, what, how did they get to this page? What's going on in their mind as they're coming to this page? You as the marketer have to learn. We have to learn together to put our, ourselves in the customer's mindset. So in some sense, incarnate ourselves into the customer so that we can fully understand them and fully sympathize with them so that we can help them. We can connect to their problem. We can give them a solution that's actually relevant to them. Empathy is essential for the marketer. Your pages will be underperforming until you can begin to see your see them. See your pages through the customer's eyes. I don't just want to give you best practice. I want to challenge you. I want to move you to completely thinking differently about the page. So, so what is it that the what does the customer feel when they come to your page? Help tap into that. Empathize with that. That's how you get relevancy. That's how you bring relevancy to a problem. It's not clever tricks. Here's an example. This is basic copy that connects to a relevant issue of needing to manage events, but it shifts focus quickly to generic product features. Again, this page is talking about what we do, but it's not really fully connecting to what the customer is desiring or what they're expecting. All right. So Let me show you how you might connect to internal motivations here. Oh, this is a neat case study. So we added, okay, so copy below stayed the same. All we did was add a case study to the front of this page showing how someone has taken this software and basically overcome the challenges that they had, dealt with the difficulties they were, having, they were facing in their organization to basically have a successful event. And we give specific, quantified uh, information about how they improved their event. How they increase the effectiveness of their event using this tool this is a case study this connects to the relevant issues but listen it also taps into an internal motivation of the customer it's tapping into what they want because listen there's not just, listen there's two stories going on when we talked about story there are two stories there 's a story of the world going on around the marketer that they 're having they 're facing they 're facing battles and, and having to overcome challenges in the world around them but listen there 's an internal story going on in their life. They have personal goals they have personal battles they have things and this connecting to a successful case like let lets the lets the, uh, the prospect and the customer know hey this can become a successful story for me. This can connect to my relevant issues on the inside. Things, I want to become successful. I want to be viewed as successful. So this is connecting not only to externals, but also to the internals. And it also led to a 44.1% increase in conversions. Just adding that case study story is powerful. Here's another one. I'll show you this real quickly. You can see they are trying to be relevant. They're trying to present a relevant problem. Have you tried everything else? The blank procedure is a long term solution requested. So it's, I mean, the first question is really the only thing that's really connecting to their problem. The rest of it's about themselves. Here's how we intensified the relevancy of the problem. Watch this. We added bullet points, we added copy. Listen to some of those copies. This is powerful copy. Do any of these things apply to you? You've seen specialists. You've been to the emergency room. You've tried everything else. You've heard about this procedure and you want to know more. Guys, this is empathy in action. This is really understanding your customer and crafting copy that ties into their story, where they are in the process. It moves them. It motivates them. You are, you are leading them. You're helping them. You're engaging in a conversation with them. That's the power of this. You see this in this page, and it ultimately led to a 50% increase in click-through. That link right there. 50% by, by intensifying the relevancy of the problem. So let's go to the next one, importance. Importance. Importance is the degree to which an offer is essential to the recipient's livelihood. Of the three, importance is the most nebulous uh, uh, word in terms of not really fully. It's the one that most of uh, our students have a hard time understanding. So let me give you an example. All right, so go back to the, to the New York street. I'm, I, I'm in my suit. I just ripped my pants. And the, the vendor is trying to sell me a new pair of pants because I just ripped my pants. Would we all agree that the solution is relevant to the issue? Absolutely. But, but, but what if I told you that I'm, I'm going to a conference? where I'm going to be surrounded by uh, not only my peers, but my supervisors. and I'm headed there right now. I'm I'm going to this conference uh, to to basically interact and and network with some key people that I'm, I'm hoping leads to future business opportunities. What if I told you that? Would that increase the problem of having a ripped pair of pants? You bet it would. Why? Because of importance. It's not It's not just, my, my pants being ripped isn't just relevant anymore. It's not only relevant, it's relevant and important because I've got to go to this place and it's connected to my livelihood. It's connected to my success. I'm going to be around all these people that are evaluating me and I'm wanting to impress and I'm wanting to network with. And so now my ripped pants isn't just a, oh, shucks, I ripped my pants. It's, oh, shoot, I ripped my pants. That is importance that's the power of importance some of your products some of some of the products on this line have more by nature importance than others but every problem on every product on this phone call on this webinar is important you have to make sure you have to tap into how is it important to your customer tap into how it connects to their livelihood maybe it's saving money i mean that's huge Maybe it's bringing, maybe maybe it's uh, uh, giving them a better prospect for the future. Maybe it's connected to their family. Maybe it's connected to overall health. There's lots of ways that you can connect to the importance of the livelihood. To enable importance in your marketing company, you must identify an underlying need to the recipient. Examples include being safe. So I kind of started going through some of these examples. Let me show you how we did it in the experiment we were looking at earlier. In addition to addressing the need to know, the additional copy connects to the problem directly to a or connects the problem directly to a consequence. Now look at that last bullet point. Ignoring these symptoms can lead to a costly bill or a costly repair bill. That's connecting. That's really the best line that we can draw from the livelihood of the person to the product we're offering is the money they're going to save by using this product. Now, here's kind of a, a, a slightly more nuanced one. White smoke coming out of your tailpipe is your engine overheating. The other thing we're tapping into kind of subversively here is safety. I mean, you may, you may be stranded on the road if you don't use a product like this. So not only can you save money, but you can, you can basically ensure safety as you're driving, as much as you're able to control. And so that's how we ended up crafting this copy. We, we chose those bullet points specifically because we wanted to find the ones that would be most important to the prospect. Here's another example. Do your federal taxes online for free. We would all agree that doing the taxes is important. But look at these bullet points. Some of the points are important but they're not totally clear in the customer's eyes and the important points may be de-emphasized because of the sequence. So we recrafted some of these points. We rearranged some of these points to emphasize the ones that would be most important. So look how we did this. You can see the page is moving here. So we changed the wording. We rearranged the steps. That's the first thing we did. And then we added copy. Copy that explained exactly what we were talking to. We guarantee accurate calculations Man, that is important to the prospect. We support all different tax forms. We automatically double check for errors. These are key things connecting to the importance of the solution they have a problem they have some concerns they're worried that their tax forms may not be accurate they want to ensure that they are able to complete this because why they don't want the irs on their back so we are saying with as clear language as possible that this solution will help you it will protect you it'll it'll it will it its important because it'll keep uh, it'll keep your tax submission form safe and accurate and it won't, it, it won't be flagged up for um, auditing. That's what we're trying to express here with this copy. And you can see, using language like this, bringing specificity to how we're connected to the problem, increase conversion rate by 95%. Here's another one. I'll just show you this one quickly. From this, minimally invasive procedural surgery. This is all about the surgery, but it's not connected to their problem. Here's what they're really concerned about. Again, this takes empathy, understanding what's going on in the customer mind. They want to avoid open body surgery. They want to avoid open body surgery. So that's what they're doing here. And you can see the list here: 118% increase in conversion. And finally, urgency. Urgency is a really useful tool. I'm going to go through this quickly. So perhaps we can get to a little live optimization today. Urgency is the degree of immediacy associated with the offer imposed by either the recipient situation or the nature of the offer itself. Back on the street in New York, I ripped my pants, okay? The solution was relevant. The guy offered me uh, a new suit was relevant because I had a tear in my current suit. It was important because I was going to this event where I had all these supervisors, all these peers that were going to be, uh, I was going to be interacting with. So we have relevance and important. What if I told you this? What if I told you? What if I told you that I was speaking? I was speaking at this event, and I had to be on the stage in less than five minutes. Now the solution this guy is offering me, this new set of clothes, it's not just relevant. It's not just important. Holy cow! It is urgent. I need it fast. The I could probably mark up the pants. 500% and I would still buy them because I have a problem and he has a solution that's relevant, important and it's urgent. I got to get on stage in 5 minutes. So that's what you're doing here. And as the marketer, you are able to leverage urgency in two ways. First was natural urgency. The scenario that I've created to try to sink these concepts in is a, is a, is a situation of natural urgency, things that kind of naturally happen in my life. But then there's also artificial urgency, things like sales and promotion and things you can add into the mix. You never want to uh, do an artificial urgency that's not true okay and i'll show you some examples of this in a moment so here's urgency look at the copy here ignoring these symptoms if you ignore these symptoms they can lead to costly repair bill they can lead to your car breaking down the natural urgency in this scenario is that we have no idea what's going to happen to the car or how soon it's going to happen and all we've done here is let the prospect know that we just let the customer know that if they ignore this it can, it can mean so much more of a bill. It can mean so much more of an issue for you. And, and, and honestly, the ur- urgency there is infinite because you don't know exactly when it's going to happen. Those are ideal moments for tapping into natural urgency. A, a Kind of a more nuanced way here is we, we, we highlight key bullet points of things that they can't necessarily see. So you can't really see what's going on in some of these things. Is there, is, is there water in your oil? Some of these, they don't even think about They don't even see these things. How... How much of an issue is this really going on? I, you know, it, it, this is building urgency. It's intensifying the problem. So from this, here's an example. Would you like to keep your plus features to this? Get all your features back when you upgrade. The same style of copy is added to intensification here at the bottom. I acknowledge that my plus features and data within them will not be available again until I upgrade. So we're letting them know with urgency that in order to get the features that they're wanting back, they have to upgrade. See the increase there? Here's another one. This is really simple, guys. Here's the headline. Get access to all our content free for two weeks. Just a slight clarification in the headline here. You have been selected to receive free unlimited access to all of our copy for the next two weeks. Not just free for two weeks, free for the next two weeks. You need to act now if you want to take advantage of this offer. This is an example of artificial urgency. You want to, this must be true. This must be true. You can't keep updating this and saying next two weeks and it not be true. That will actually undermine your efforts in terms of building a problem and you will lose credibility with your customer. But here we are tapping into a, a, an artificial urgency that's legitimate, that's real. This is a, this is a real promotion that they have access to. Too. And it led to a 71% increase in conversion just by changing this headline. Now, guys, I am out of time when it comes to this content. I'm done with my content. I think we have maybe five minutes left. So you can look at these review principles. They're coming your way in a slide deck. Uh, so you don't feel like you have to write them all down right now. They're going to be in a week or so. You will receive a copy of these key principles. Before we go into Live Up, I want to give you two things, two resources. First off, if you found today's clinic interesting and, you, and you're thinking, man, I love these tests. I wish I could run some tests like these on my own page. I'd like to test my own copy. Just encourage you, uh, there are opportunities. We are, we are filling slots fast in the coming year for, for research partnerships where we actually partner with you and actually test your pages, okay? I uh, just want to give you that opportunity. If you found this interesting, if you think uh, you would like, you have some questions on your own page, again, we're just trying to discover what works. If you need some help testing, uh, we're glad to help you with that. Uh, next thing here, totally free, uh, the Labs Quarterly Research Digest. All right? This is where we compile all our research together in a single book from the quarter. You can see all the different case studies and experiments and articles in the uh, Quarterly Digest. This is totally free. You can go to the link right there and download it. Okay? You can use this internally. You can study it. You can do what you want with it. It's our service to you. All right. Now the moment most of you have been waiting for, live optimization. I'm going to join John Powell here in a moment, but what we're going to do is we're going to be looking at your pages. We're going to try to take some of the principles, some of the principles that I've talked about today as it relates to copy, and we're, we're going to expand it beyond just copy, but we'll focus on copy, but, but we're also going to bring some other key principles that we, we, uh, we've learned over the years, uh, some of the things you've seen presented in previous web clinics, to bear on your pages. All right, I got John Powell here with me now, and uh, now it's the part of the web clinic. We're actually going to look at your pages. Many of you have submitted pages to us, and uh, what we're going to do is we're going to spend as, as much time as we can, and get through as many pages as possible, uh, just providing some evaluation based on experimentation. So without any further ado, let's go to the first page. Here it is, Royal Oak. It's uh, The primary audience is B2C Services, and the goal is to get... Patients to Schedule Appointments Online. It was submitted by Kevin. And uh, just right now, audience, when you look at this page, look at this page right now. Based on some of the things that you've heard us talk about today, or if you've been on previous web clinics, tell us, think about what might you do to improve this page. Before I let John loose on this page, what are some things that you would do to this page? There's some things that can be said about this page that are positive. There's some things that they can do to this page uh, right now that could potentially increase conversion Uh, immediately. So uh, without further ado, I'm going to turn it to John. John, when you
0: look at this page, what are some potential opportunities you see for increasing conversion? Yeah, that's a good question. Um, Just focusing on the copy itself, um, as that's the primary thing that we're talking about today. Uh, The first thing I see is the headline. Uh, If you take a look at the headline, Dentist in Victoria, BC, uh, there's nothing really compelling there. It's not connecting to anything that's particularly relevant. Uh, maybe something, that maybe they need a dentist. That's about as far as it can go, nothing urgent. Um, you're starting to get somewhere with get comfortable, convenient, and transparent dentistry. But I'm curious to wonder, is one of those things more important to the audience, more relevant than any of the other things? So what if it's transparency? Uh, one thing that I see is when you look at the copy uh, at Royal uh, Oak Dental, We uh, let me go ahead and take a look. We practice comfortable, convenient, and transparent dentistry, this means You get your x-rays, et cetera. Um, Maybe transparency is the issue of relevance. Um, And how could you build the problem in this case? Well, uh, what is it that they've had negatively uh, experienced at other dentists? What are some of the things that maybe set them suspicious? I mean, is the the bill a little bit higher than it should be? I wanna know all the facts. So what if you kind of transform what you have here to a, a primary focus on the transparency and what that means? maybe even provide them some questions or things that they weren't aware of yeah. that happened or that, that they should be aware of to help them feel like transparency is really the main reason they should come.
1: Yeah, small thing here, and this would be related to uh, our, our, our training on value proposition. So the words comfortable, convenient, and transparent, they're good words, maybe in the right direction, but they're not very specific. Right. So we say comfortable, like what do we mean by comfortable? Is there any way you can quantify... What you mean by comfortable? What, what would be specifically comfortable about your dentistry? Is it, is it the types of chairs you use? Is, it, is there a certain uh, uh, music you play or is, there, or is there some sort of atmosphere about your dentistry that's more comfortable than the other dentistries? Convenient. What is it about your dentistry that makes it convenient? I'm sure you can think of some real specific things. Maybe it's the scheduling time. Maybe it's the wait time that you have. There's lots of things you can do here. Transparency. I, you know, at immediate glance, John, I didn't quite understand what transparency right. meant. So I to read it. You yep, know. Think through it. And even in that copy, I would break that copy up uh, into maybe it's, it's too long right now in its form, too long of a paragraph. Break it up into multiple paragraphs, two or three paragraphs with some key items bolded, okay? Uh, with copy, you're not just addressing value proposition. You're also addressing eye paths in some sense. So you want to key phrases in there that you can bold those throughout the process. Give the customer an eye path anything else you do to this page?
0: Um, other than what you said, break up the copy, just really uh, just isolate the focus a little bit and continue to test to discover.
1: Excellent, excellent. Let's go to another one right away. Great. All right, here's the next page, John, and I think this one might be somewhat of a challenge. I can see a lot of good things that they're doing here. Audience, can you see some of the things they're doing here? If you've attended these clinics before, can you see some of the best practices being implemented on this page? They've got a clear headline. They've got key bullet points. They've got a strong call to action. When you're given a page like this, John, what's the first thing that comes to
0: your mind? What would you do to perhaps increase its conversion rate? Uh, well, this is a kind of a, uh, an interesting question I get a lot: is how do you, you know how does leading with video convert? And uh, I, with with a watch our two minute video, I. I I have my doubts about how that's going to grasp the audience maybe if it led with a frame that kind of uh, really helped them to begin to see what that video is about but what if they were to flip-flop these two the the video and the text here because when you look at the text they begin to touch on something that's important there are a lot of places to buy a phone number but only one place gives you all of the rest of this stuff so we're on the beginning of something that's relevant beginning of something that there a reason why to come Uh, Another thing is your sequencing. You've got all that copy and those bullets on the left and then see pricing and sign up. And then you're starting to have a conversation. Try having the conversation first. Lead up to that point where they'll want to see the pricing um, or even, you know, want to sign up or or get that free report. Uh, There's a lot of other things going on, but in the copy itself, uh, it's just not clear. Help me understand why I need all of this extra stuff, or connect with me on my frustrations about it. Yeah, and one thing connected
1: to what we talked about earlier today about the problem. One one thing I see on this page right here, John. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong. It seems like they're focusing a bit on the solution. And unless in your channels or in the places that you've you know driven people to this page from, that you, unless you've built the problem there. It would be good to at least test the version of this page where you emphasize, what, why would it be important for them to get a virtual phone number in the first place?
0: Or, I, or even, why would I need all these extra things as part of that? Um, that's where they're building their case. So, yeah, been, you flip-flop these two um, and you know, use the video support and, and see what happens.
1: Good, good. Let's move on quickly to another one. All right, here it's Zero Shoes, it's a primary ab B2C audience, it's submitted by Stephen. The primary objective here is to get people on the path of collecting pre-purchased information or to move to make a purchase. So we're trying to move people further down the funnel here. Okay? Okay. Right. So uh, looking at this page, audience, take a look at this page. Based on what you've learned today, what are some ways that you might improve the copy of this page? There's not much, what would you do? And John, while they're answering, I want you to go ahead and start talking through what you see as potential opportunity for this page.
0: Okay, it seems like the focus, the headline, uh, the the introductory text, and uh, the buttons, it's all focused, and the image, it's all focused on the product. They have to, the appeal of the image, honestly. Um, I want to know what the purpose of that difference is. There's curiosity, so you're going to find some people clicking, but uh, there are some others that they just don't get it. And if you take a look, I mean, the ready to wear barefoot sandal. I can get that at Walmart. There's a ready to wear barefoot sandal. So help me understand what it is about this sandal that makes a difference. How does it help me walk better? Um, is it just all looks? Um, is there comfort and things built to it? What are some of the problems that people have with sandals? Does it last longer? Uh, use that copy here, that space, to combine with the power of that in- intriguing image. And then you can lead them into uh, shop, men's and women's. And, and this is, looks like a primarily a men's version, uh, women. Uh, maybe, maybe you do two different versions, or maybe you allow them to look at colors. But I mean clearly, you've got a headline, you've got introductory text. Those are all in your favor, but uh, there's no connection other than the fact that it's new. So that's an appeal, but it might not be enough apart. And one last thing, it looks like it's in the form of a banner. I know it's kind of an advertisement, but if you were to integrate it more like it's part of the page, like it's part of the conversation, you might get people to pay attention more closely to it. Excellent. Excellent. And that's good.
1: I love it. I love the feedback. I love the feedback that you guys are giving from the audience. Let's move on to another page. We'll get as many in as possible. Okay. Thank you, Stephen. Now we're going to Brian. And this is Team Media's Global Expeditions. The primary audience here are Humanitarians. Uh, this is a non and the goal is to get registrations. So look at this page. We're looking at the top part of this page right now, and by just looking at the top part of this page, what are some ways that, John, you would see we could improve uh, the copy of this page?
0: I'd take, I take a look at it. Bring hope to hurting people, helping families. There are a lot of organizations that do this. Um, what is it about this that why should I care. I I, I hate to be that blunt. I mean, you've got a headline, which is good. Um, You've got some text, right? But um, I don't have a reason, and I don't immediately see the connection to the thing that I'm really passionate about, the thing that I care about. Maybe there's an aspect of helping. Maybe it's I'm suspicious of all all these companies. Maybe there's a testimonial that we could put in there to to draw that connection. I just don't see the immediate connection. I just see what you're doing, and it's still very vague, unfortunately. Mm -hmm. I don't know... a lot of opportunity.
1: Yeah, and with something like hurting people, there's a significant opportunity for you. there. And, and, and genuinely explaining what the problem is that you're addressing. And so you're, you're assuming that they know. You're assuming that they can see or feel the problem. The images don't do an amazing job of, of telling you what the problem is right away. It kind of makes sense of them. And so even in the copy, you can start talking about, cause so, so what is the problem you're dealing with? Who are these hurting people? Why do they need our help, and as John said, there are lots of organizations around the world who claim to be bringing help to hurting people, so what is it about you that makes you different? W- why would someone want to partner with you? Why would someone want to give to you as nice as they are? Why would they want to give to you if they can give to the other person across the street who's giving to hurting people? What is it about the way you give? What is it about the way you do? What is it about the people you 're reaching? that would motivate them to actually give to you. We need a little bit more exclusivity in this. Right, absolutely. So, um, and and, you know what I mean by that is like, what is it that makes you different? Why, and here's the question you need to be answering. This is the fundamental question that all the examples we've looked at to this point need to be answering. Why would I purchase from you or why would I donate to you rather than any one of your competitions or anyone else? Why would I purchase from you rather than anybody else? You've gotta answer that question. And with something like a headline, that's a key, Place to do it. So between increasing the tensi- like intensifying the problem right. by talking about the people, what they're going through, how you're helping them, and then bringing in some of that
0: exclusivity about what makes right. them different, I think they could potentially go a long way. Right. You think we have time for one more? One more. Let's just do one more. Let's do one more. Let's try it.
1: All right. We've got one more. Here it is. Loffler. Primary audience is a B two B IT solutions. So we got a B2B audience here. Primary objective is to inform customers about what we do and make it easy for them to find what they are searching for. This is a classic looking page, nice big banner at the top. We've got the copy kind of lower down on the page. Go ahead and scroll down and see that copy. Okay. Audience, look at this page before I release John on this page. John's been doing an awesome job before releasing, though. Uh, I want you to look at this page and see if there's anything. And you can use your Q&A feature. Let us know what you see. Uh, w- what is a potential opportunity for improvement on this page? Let your answers keep coming through right now. All right. Is that banner rotating? Sure is. Okay. John, go ahead. How would you improve this page?
0: Uh, well, right away, you've got a banner it's competing for attention. You've got a main headline down here, plus the body copy. You've got a lot of things uh, competing for the customer's attention at the point of orientation. So the first thing, if you want to get them to read it at all, give them a single place to focus that's undeniable and start the conversation there. You've got a headline. You've got a subheadline, But help them to understand that's the place to start. So let's just assume that Loeffler is your most valuable partner is the place to start. Uh, uh, and, and let me just say this guys that is a huge assumption.
1: John just kind of glazed over that, but the one of the biggest problems on this page is that banner. I mean it looks like 50, 60% of the real estate on this page is being given to an image. And for instance, an image that might not have any meaning whatsoever. Who is right. this man staring at me? What does it mean? And so often you lose people even in the first seven seconds of coming to your page because they're trying to make sense of it and they can't figure their way out of it. Uh, so don't assume that people are going to jump down and, and, and get over that uh, so quickly. Okay? That's, that's the, if we were to fix this page, that's where we go first. Right. So let's go to copy because I think that's what we've been talking about today. So, John, I, sorry, I didn't mean to hold you back on that, but I want you, wanted to say that to the audience.
0: I mean, if I could only uh, change a couple things, uh, apart from fixing that issue, uh, reduce the friction in engaging into the copy, a little more bold, a little more uh, uh, bullets, not as a best practice, but as a way to just draw them in. And then, uh, again, connect to something that's relevant. Why are you – you've got a beginning. Why are you the most valuable partner in innovative business technology and services? Why, uh, what is the relevant thing here um, to me as an IT professional, if that's who I am? Why would I come here? What's the draw? And then uh, what aspect of that really connects to things that I need to achieve in my career? What's important? And then finally, uh, why should I continue to move? So you might start with an article. You might start with, uh, we discovered this fact um, uh, in the industry or or whatnot, and then use it as a way to say, that's the reason why we're here. This is the reason why we're here is because we're here to stop this. Or we're here to help you with this thing that you just can't get help anywhere else. So a lot of what you've been saying, yeah. but just very direct, very, just make that connection right away.
1: All this copy, if I'm looking at it and I can, I can read most of it, most, all this copy is focused on you and what you do. It's all about waffler, It's all about what they can achieve. You haven't quite connected yet to what the customer wants. Is there even a connection to the one at all? And so I would say, and like John was saying, there may be like, uh, there may be some content you could add in there, some some testimonials, some case study stories. We saw an example of a case study being added to a page, to to a product similar to this, uh, brought in. Uh, and it really helped make tangible what they're going to get from working with you. You claim that you're the most valuable, you know what, you've got exclusivity there, but no one's going to believe you. <laughs> and I say that, I, I, don't, I don't mean to be rude, but w- everywhere on the web people are claiming things like we're the most valuable, we're the most comfortable, we're the most uh, customer friendly, etc., etc. Unless you can quantify that, unless you can bring some credible back into that, whether it be a testimonial or quantification, or even if you just got more specific by what makes you. More more valuable. That would be helpful. So between uh, getting some specificity, uh, cleaning up the top of this page with the, uh, the, the images and just the, the, the amazing chaos at top uh, and uh, really connecting to what the customer is interested in, not just what you offer, but what, what, what are you solving for them? What is the problem they're dealing with? Uh, why would they be interested in you? So that's all the uh, live up that we have to do today, John. Thank you so much for taking yeah, time out of your no busy problem. schedule to come in and just kind of tear some pages up with us. We hope you found it valuable. Um, if you uh, did find it valuable, the only thing we ask for you at this point is uh, to, to let someone else know. Sure. We're trying to build this community of marketers together, uh, working together. What we want to discover is really what works. Okay, we're yeah. tired of best practices. We're tired of be told them what to do. We want to test our way and discover what works. So. Don't let this be a one-way dialogue. We want to hear from you. Share with us your tests. Share with us what's going on in your world. Uh, And and, and so we'll see you back here, I believe, in in two weeks. Thank you very much.
0: Thank you for listening to this recording of a Marketing Experiments live web clinic. You can sign up to receive invites to future live web clinics, as well as receive access to $10 million worth of internet marketing research at marketingexperiments.com.